Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. It's important that you don't forget where you came from. Right. It's important that you don't forget that it only takes one instance for you to be right back there. Right. Exactly. And then you ruined your whole walk and your whole testimony. Your witness is gone. Yes. What if you did it in front of a new believer who was watching you? Or they're a non-believer. Like how many? Oh, that's even worse. Exactly. How many women, we have met women who, because of their quiet, gentle spirit, won their husbands over mm-hmm. because they didn't react mm-hmm. in anger. They mm-hmm. didn't react harshly. We know Yeah, them. we know them. We know people a- like that. A- We're a- not going to say their names. Right, exactly. But the you whole know who lies, you are. <laughs> <laughs> their whole We're really kind of hoping you're not listening. <laughs> Just FYI. Oh God. Don't critique us. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that whole grace part we talked about in Colossians 4, 6? Oh, my God. But yeah, but we do know women who, who've had harsh husbands mm-hmm. but because they were quiet and they were gentle they got one over because and i've heard other stories of other people mm-hmm. who, who their whole lives and they got saved because of that because the last yeah. thing you want to do is ruin a non-believer because i remember so my i had friends of different christian religions and i remember going to church with one of them she invited me to church and um i remember thinking i'm gonna go i'm gonna watch everybody and if I see something different, then I'll know I need to go to church. Because I didn't go to church at the time because every, it seemed like every time we went to church, we found, I mean, we didn't have the internet back then. All you had was a phone book and you kind of just do your finger and like, hey, what about these people? And, and you know, in our minds, they, some of them were out, way out there, Joanna. Some of them may not have been, but we didn't know. So <laughs> I have no doubt. Yeah. So, you know, I was at that point. It's like, am I going to see something different? So I go to the church with her. Did they you? Had, Did yeah. you see something different? No, I went and saw a magic show, but I couldn't tell you what that oh. guy said. Couldn't tell you what he said. I don't know if he's not talked about Jesus. It's not what you were there no. for. And I looked around at all the other people, the kids my age, and I thought, they're no different than me. Why do I need to go to church? And I decided after that, I didn't need church because there was nothing different. Now, was everybody there saved? Most likely not. But for the ones that were saved, did I see something different? No. And then when I went to my other friend's church, oh, I saw a lot of different stuff. But it was so on the other side. Where's the fruit? Yeah, it was like, it was very legalistic. So mm-hmm. I saw something different, but it was like all these rules. And I'm like, I can't do this. So I, I never went back to church. because. And you even like rules, Anna. And I know. And you still couldn't do it. That I, tells no. you exactly how no, because far I knew, off they were. Well, I knew I was going to fail. Yeah, There was no way I could keep with couldn't all, keep I couldn't keep all these rules because it was like, Especially since some of them were different than what I was taught. Mm-hmm. I would have been a schizophrenic, Joanna, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they're telling me one thing. My family's telling me something else. And I would have just been a schizophrenic. I really would have. Hey, there's a thing. There's a little plaque on my kitchen wall. Of course, I talk to myself. Sometimes I need expert advice. <laughs> right, and that's that was you. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, Of course I do. <laughs> because if we don't, if the Lord's telling us we have to have this quiet, gentle spirit, if he is telling us that we need to be slow to speak. And that there's a certain time to speak and a certain time to be 
silent, that we should have some wisdom and kindness, and that we should have grace. And when we talk about seasoning with salt, I let you try that salt today. It was a kosher, it was really uh, good, unrefined salt. It's a really good salt. I'm going to get but some. What happens if you oversalt? He didn't say in his so to oversalt something. You can kill it. <laughs> but the salt's supposed to give a nice flavor. If we're not doing that, and I'm not saying we're not going to slip up. I'm not saying we're not going to mess up. I, the, the Lord knows I mess up, and I've had to go and apologize to my coworkers. Me too. Because, Every day I mess up. Yeah. Somehow. And I have apologized to my coworkers. You know, I'm so sorry that I said this. Now, so far, I haven't said a bad word at work. They are all waiting for it. They are waiting for me <laughs> to say a bad word. <laughs> but what but, do you? What happens when you do mess up? Right. We apologize. Exactly. Yeah. Do you do damage control? Exactly. Yes. Or you just ignore it and think that they're going to ignore no. it? Because I'll guarantee you. They didn't forget. No, but they will also remember when you come back and apologize because I have emailed apologies. I'm so sorry for the way I sounded. You know, this one lady, I was going back and forth. This is one lady with a supplier because um, I follow the, like you said, I'm I'm a good rule follower. Well, I thought I followed the rules, but they're like, "Uh, no, you need to do this. I'm like, but that's not what it says. It says to do it this way. Well, you need to do it this way. And, And I'm like, look, Honey, I don't even know why I said that because I never call anybody honey. She got mad. <laughs> so I had to write her back and say, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to offend you. That was not my intention. And I'm sorry it got to this point. I just didn't understand why it changed. And so I had to go back and apologize. But I guarantee you, she'll never forget that apology. Either. She may not forget about my attitude, but I guarantee you. So the next time I had to deal with her, mm-hmm. for the same reason, I just bit my tongue. Said thank you and did it her way, even though that's not what the piece of paper said. <laughs> just, yes, ma'am. Sometimes we just have to take one for the team. Some days we do. Pick your battles. Yes. Is it necessary to start an entire war over one little thing you are not going to change? Exactly. I mean, exactly. what is it a life or death situation? Is somebody about to die? Or is somebody about to get hurt? Um, you know, Sometimes we just got to pick our battles based on, you know. Is it really important? Exactly. I was going to say what's easiest, but that's not, that's not how we need to think. It's what's important. Right. Um, What's going to be the best witness. Exactly. You know, um, that might have a lot to do with it as well. Exactly. So why don't we kind of take the next few minutes. So we got about 15 minutes or so. So let's talk about. What I was thinking. Uh-oh. How do I do this? I'm not good at this. I'm pretty bad at it. John 15, 5 says, and this to me is the hope we have, the encouragement we have. I am the vine. This is Jesus speaking in John 15, 5. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I am him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So Joanna, can we do this on our own? Absolutely not. No, we have to have the Lord help us. We have have to have the Lord. What did Ray tell me the other day? Because I said I was going to say something, but I could feel the Lord's hand on my mouth. And Lord, Ray goes, so you had a holy shut up? (laughs) (laughs) Look, oh my God, I'm totally using that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, um, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to steal that. I'm going to be a copycat. Yeah, go for it. Because sometimes I love it. I I cannot tell you how many times I have probably felt the Lord put his hand on my mouth and Mm -hmm. go, shh, shh. Don't say that. Exactly. Because I wanted to say exactly what I was thinking. And how many times do we say it anyway? 
to prove our point. Thankfully, a lot less than it used to be. A lot less than it used to be. Yeah, that's because you're learning. But there are women out there. Ladies, y'all are out there. You're not learning. Y'all need to learn. You need to accept what the Lord is telling you. You need to ask him for his wisdom. You need to listen to him. And I'll tell you, if you have that demeanor of, I am going to give you a what for, you are going to listen because you know what? I run this home. How many women say, I run this home? Right. No, no, no. You are, you. You're a team. Exactly. Exactly. But when you do that, oh, where, where was I going with this? Um, Probably, but you're talking about setting the tone and the atmosphere in the home with your words. If you've got that, I'm in command and I'm in control and I'm going to tell you what not. That's, that's not a quiet, gentle spirit. No. And how many, oh my gosh, how many marriages are, listen, ladies, if your husband is spending all of his time away from you and the family, you need to possibly ask why. You might need to reevaluate your yeah. attitude, your emotions. We love you. Yes, we do. We are actually saying this one because we've been, <laughs> been there. there. We've been there. Done that. Yes. Because I remember in 2016, we're, we're in Jerusalem. When Ray and I are in, uh, with the others and we're in Israel and we're in Jerusalem mm-hmm. and we're at the Wailing Wall. We found out there's inside. You can go inside the walls. Is this where it was pitch black? No, no, that's Hezekiah's title. Okay, total yeah. different story. This is no. not. No, this was well lit. And a lot of people would pray inside the wall. How cool. It was. So we're near the Holy of Holies. And he said, I don't know. And, and uh, Aharon, he's doing our, he's, he was the funniest guy from Australia. He's an Australian Jew. He, uh, Austral- no, New Zealand Jew. He cracked me up. He was so funny. And he was talking about, he goes, I don't know why, but he said, the women's section, because they had actually men and women's quarters there, the women's section was close to the Holy of Holies, where it used to be. Hmm. And I'm walking there, and I hear the Lord goes, pray to be the wife that Ray needs for the ministry. And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Hey, what does that mean? <laughs> Dead silence. No, seriously, Lord, what does that mean? Yeah. Cricket. Get something out there like that, like, not elaborate. And I, well, I put my hand to my head. I'm like, oh, no, he's going to teach me. Oh, no, here we go. And this was part of it, was how I spoke to Ray. How I spoke in my home, how I talked at work. I am a lot calmer these days than I can tell you I was four or five years ago. Yeah, me too. Part of it switching my diet. Mm-hmm. That helped a lot, but I had to learn. Like you said, I had to learn how to, because our home, we set the attitude, we set mm-hmm. the temperature in our home. Not that the thermometer temperature, but we can, we have temperatures. Is it cold? Yes. Is our home cold or warm? Mm hmm. And our, our voices will set that tone. I agree. I agree. And it's so difficult because, um, like, okay, so if, how do I put this? There are some of us who have been through a whole lot in our lives. And um, we finally, just like you said the other day, uh, earlier today, you found your voice. Yes. You found your voice. And finding your voice and speaking up is fine. That is fabulous. Better than being walked over or um, being a doormat. Um, but there's a way to 
speak up. There's a way to find your voice in a healthy manner. And there's it's a real fine line. That's where you have to allow the Lord to come in and heal and show you because without his guidance and wisdom, you're not going to get it right. Right. And that doesn't mean and accepting not, bad behavior. We're not we're not advocating oh, you know no. bad behavior or or you know rewarding bad behavior. We're talking about how we can address it yeah. the way the Lord says we can do it. And like you said, sometimes we don't have to say a word because the Lord takes care of it himself. He answers it. He goes to the person and he takes Mm -hmm. care of it all. But like you said, we don't have to go to war Mm -hmm. with those around us, whether it be somebody at work, somebody in the home. We don't have to go to war with them because that is not where our fight is. We're supposed to be a team and be a teammate and be team players and not go to war with each other. We can choose to argue Mm -hmm. or choose not to argue. My parents were so cute. My parents don't argue. They are adorable. Seriously, it's <laughs> sickening. I just I love them. Yeah, they made marriage look easy. It's not. <laughs> but the one thing that was cute is people knew how long my parents have been married. And, and they would ask them, you know, like, they asked my dad. And they're like, to the same woman? <laughs> He's like, yes, to the same woman. And they're like, y'all don't fight? He goes, I'm too tired to come home and fight with her. I hadn't seen her all day. The last thing I want to do is fight with her. Yeah. He goes, I hadn't seen her all day. What a great, sweet know, attitude to was. have. He, was, he wanted to be home to be with my mom when he was home. Because yeah. when we were younger, he was working full time and going to school to try to get a better education mm-hmm. so that he could provide for us. And he said, when I was home with my wife, he goes, I didn't have time to argue. You know? That's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. If your husband is coming home. Now, now let me back up because there are people, like I myself, um, I don't like to be a workaholic, but I am in a situation where I am... A work, I'm, I'm a involuntary workaholic. And right. so that does happen. I totally get that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying have your husband quit his job and stay home with you. Okay, right. that's probably not a good idea. No. But when he is home and he is not at work and he has a little bit of free time, is he hanging out on the couch with you? Is he, are y'all hanging out on the patio? Um, or, does he come home, change his clothes, and he's gone until midnight until you go to bed and then he comes home? Pay attention. What kind of relationship do you want? And now I'm not saying that the we're we are not saying that the wife is the problem. Right, right. Okay, it takes two. It takes two to make a marriage. It takes exactly. three to make a marriage, marriage work. work. God is the absolute center of that. But at the same time, you have to um, own your part. You got to own it. Right. It's not 100% your husband. It is not 100% you. Exactly. What is your part? You cannot change him. You can change you. You can do what the Lord says. And I'm going to challenge you to watch what happens. Yep. Start with yourself. Change your, let the Lord change yeah. you. Allow the Lord to change Allow. you. Yes. Good it word. It hurts. It is oh. a painful. I've, I've, I've Nobody got wants stories. to look at their exactly. I've got stories after stories about how the Lord started, um, you know, teaching me and, and I had to allow him to let me change. And one of the quotes I like, um, um, not my favorite person in the world, but it, this is a great quote. Let the wife make the husband glad to come home. And let him make her sorry to see him leave. Oh, that's fabulous. It is a great quote, that one. About sums it up. Exactly. 
And like I said, I can tell you so many different stories where the Lord had to teach me how to become the wife that Ray has needed. And I know he's still teaching me. I don't think he's done yet. Much he's to, never going to be done because people are always dismay. tweaking and ministry is always tweaking. And, and it's hard to look at yourself. We have an it? enemy. Yeah. No. Well, it's hard yeah. to look at yourself. Well, it's hard to look at yourself and go, I need to change this. It's so much easier to look at somebody else and say, here's a list of what's wrong with you. Exactly. I mean, it's so much easier to look at your husband and say, here's what's wrong with you. Right. When in reality, he's doing the same thing to you. Exactly. And we can't, and I've had it where I've had discussions with ladies and I'm like, ladies, I, I can't change your husband. I can't work on him because he's a man. I'm a woman. I can't mm-hmm. do anything with that, but I can help you mm-hmm. and I can help you change. And then I'm not going to promise you he's going to change right away, but I'll promise you that you'll feel better. Yeah. And, and here's, we, and you and I were talking about this the other day. Ladies, we were not meant to go through this alone. Exactly. You need somebody. The Bible talks about iron sharpening iron, and that is talking about you getting somebody you can be close with, who is a Christian, who loves the Lord, who knows her Bible, who can pray with you, who's super honest with you, who you can be super honest with, who um, y'all can just, you know, bond and love on each other and pray with each other and guide each other. You know, it's not uncommon for Anna to say, uh, you know, Okay, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We need to tweak that or it's not uncommon for me to say, okay, here's what I noticed. Exactly. And then we'll chat about it. And, um, and you know, it's often, I'll, okay, here's a whole nother topic. It's often over, um, our, our shortcomings are often over a broken heart or something seriously. Um, or our perception, like we talked about earlier, yeah. is the per- we perceive something that's... My teacher used to always say it, perception is reality. But to I, you. Yeah. And then what <laughs> I followed it up with is perception is is reality, but it's not truth. A lot of times mm-hmm. the, the perception you have is not truth, but it looks real. But Seriously, it's not. let that sink in. Yes. Okay. And here, let's play off that. There is an enemy. We have yes. a real enemy who would love nothing more for you to perceive something that is an out and out complete and total lie because if you're a believer and you're saved the lord the the bible says it in hebrews that you are sealed ephesians ephesians 113 both good books yes i love hebrews but that was i was thinking about a different verse but ephesians 113 says we're sealed okay the lord says it in romans that i hold Mm. you together because we've already read it we can't do anything without the lord so he says they're sick so why would you want to exactly i know the enemy because the enemy lies to us the enemy can't steal your salvation, but Amen. he can sure make you fall and ruin your walk. Truth and truth. And the last thing we want to do is to do that. Yeah. So we might as well start with our mouth, because like you mm-hmm. said in James, it talks about the tongue. Listen, here's what I got. It says, <laughs> I wrote it in all caps. It didn't mean to, but it was good. I looked down. I'm like, I'm not changing that. So the tongue is a fire can defile the whole body, even believers. It has the power to bless and to curse, to encourage and to ruin, to heal and to damage. Your tongue is super, super powerful. Which goes back to the wisdom. Right. When to use it, how to use it. It's a weapon. Yes. Or a blessing. 
Yes. But it can actually be a weapon for use for defense or it can be like a guillotine. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's a good analogy. I mean, it can be. Good analogy. I mean, what do we want to do? Do we want to use our tongue to protect? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or are we going to use it to slaughter? Mm-hmm. And it's our choice. That's the interesting part. Is the Lord goes, I give you a yeah. choice. Yeah. Now, we do. We often ask the Lord to keep our mouth shut. Mm-hmm. I know it all the time. Uh, me you too. Know? You know, I, I ask Lord, for the holy shut up. step in. Yeah. Better step in. <laughs> exactly. You know. They know Tom's about to come out sometimes of my mouth, Lord. Sometimes you got to take a walk. <laughs> Where's the duct tape? Exactly. Or take a walk. Breathe. Yeah. Breathe. Yeah. You know. Because oh oh, let's tell them about our passcode. Oh yes, our, our okay. Passcode. So so when Joey and I were talking about that earlier, when Joanna was talking about that earlier, and we were talking about having that prayer partner, there are some things that I need prayer on, but she don't need to hear it. Vice versa. Exactly. There are some things you just don't need the other person to hear because there are things that they don't need to hear. Especially ladies, you don't need to be talking about your husband. Okay, you don't need to talk bad about him because half the time that's the enemy trying to get through there so that they'll agree with you so you can gang up on them. Enemy wants you to gang up. And I don't want to hear it about my pastor. Yeah, now there's a few things you don't want to hear about your pastor. <laughs> I don't. Because like I said, half of it's warfare anyway. Right. The enemy's trying to go through me to get to him. What right. better way? So we have a passcode. We're not going to tell you our code because you can make up your own, but we have it. All we do is text it. And we know that if we get that text, because she texts it to me or I'll text it to her. And when we get that code word, we know we got to get into instant prayer because it's heavy hitting Mm -hmm. and we need to go. The only time she has actually ever asked me, why did you ask me to pray for you? Is because she was about to text me the exact same thing Mm -hmm, at the mm -hmm. exact same time. And so we're like, hey, is this related? We got to talk. Is this related? And it was. It was related. It was. But, um, for example, let's say um, your favorite drink was Sprite. You might make a word with your, your, your buddy, your prayer buddy, and say, you'll text the word Sprite. And they know that when they see that, I need to start praying because there's something going on. Yep. I don't need to know the do- details because the Lord knows all the details. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is say, Lord, I need to be in agreement. I need you to, the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, to pray on, my, on this behalf, and we need it taken care of. Yep. So make sure you have your prayer buddy and y'all have a code word. And the reason we do code word is because it's easy to text. You know, it's, just, it's something super, real quick. Super quick. Because the first thing the enemy is going to do, and I can tell you this from experience, first thing the enemy tells you is they don't need to hear about your problems. What are you going to do that? You're going to ruin their day too with your stuff? And how many times, Anna, and see, God, this is where the enemy makes me mad. How many times have yep. you and I gone weeks yes. in complete turmoil and not said a word or used our passcode? Yeah. Because in our heads, oh, she does not need, she don't need to hear my mess. Right. Because you got her own mess. Why does she right? need mine too? But that's, <laughs> exactly. why but that's why we're supposed to be in the trench together. That's why we're a team. Oh. That's Ladies. why we're supposed to use our passcode. Exactly. Be a team. Remember, we're our Takes enemy. two seconds. <laughs> exactly. Our enemy is the devil. Our enemy is not our family. It is not our job. It's not our spouse. It is not our husband. Ladies, I want to say it one more time, please. Your husband is not your enemy. Mm, amen. You do not need to argue with him. Your children mm. are not your enemy. Mm-hmm. You don't need to argue yeah. with them. Amen. You need to go Tell to the it, Lord. Girl. Yeah, you need to go to the Lord. And I can... I can certainly tell you, like I said, we're not sitting here speaking because we don't, we've never been there. We're, we're speaking because we've been through it and we want to give you tools to use so you don't have yeah. to learn the hard way. What is it? What does Pastor Dove always say? Um, wisdom is learning from other or great wisdom is learning from others or wisdom is learning what not to do. And great wisdom is learning from others what not to do. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> So, so I recommend, okay, so Anna and I, we have this pink toolbox of, I'm just kidding. 
Pink has to have friends. It cannot be by itself. There's nothing wrong with pink toolbox. I personally actually have a real life pink as long as toolbox. Pink has friends. I'm just saying. Your tools can be pink. They can be bling. They, they can, can be, be bedazzled. Okay, yellow's fine. Orange. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Depends. Go Depends on. on color orange. Anyway, get your toolbox. Yes. There's all kinds of tools the Lord gives you. But if you leave them zipped up in the bag, they're useless. Right. Absolutely useless. Exactly. And and so that's rule number one. Use your tools the Lord gives you. Rule number two, you don't have to go through this alone. Exactly. You just don't. Yeah. You can even uh, email us at moderndayabigails.com. Mm-hmm at gmail.com mm-hmm. and we'll be there to listen we'll be sure. there to pray for you we may not have all the answers we're not going to promise you we have all the answers Mm-mm. but we will promise you we will pray and we'll ask the lord for the answers mm-hmm. and we might have an answer we, we will certainly share it with you but if we don't we're going to take it to the lord in prayer and we can tell you we'll be upfront honest yep. with you and then sometimes we are up front i've had i've had one lady who appreciated it she goes Anna, i'm going to need to talk to you because i need you to give me a non-emotional yeah. and i need you to just tell me like it is I've had others where I've told Just them like the it is. They, they didn't appreciate that. Didn't go so well. No, I had to sit there and go, okay, did I? You're too judgmental. What? Hold on. You asked a question. Yeah, exactly. Well, or sometimes. Then again, they, know your audience. Exactly. Sometimes. Know who you're speaking to. They say something and you just say, but didn't you blah, blah, blah. And like you said, you got to know your yeah. audience. You And then sometimes you have to stop and ask yourself, hey, did I do that the right way? So do I apologize? Sometimes it's the Lord's like, no, you told them what they need. You told them truth. You weren't ugly about the truth. Don't forget. Truth without love is brutality. Right. Yeah. You know. Oh, gosh. Love Keep that with, in mind. Love, with, uh, um, love without truth doesn't work either. Mm-mm. You have to. The truth and love have to go together. It's a good combo. It has to it be is. the way it is. And the Lord says, you know. We That's are, his combo. Exactly. Exactly. And in the book of John, what did we learn? Um, actually, kids and I went through this the other day, is that you will know you're his disciple, the disciple of Jesus, by how you love one another. Mm-hmm. Cutting someone down is not love. Mm-mm. Screaming and yelling is not love. Like I said, I've been there. I've been a screamer and a yeller. So yep, it me is too. Not, yeah, it's not love. And I've had to learn that. And I've me had too. to apologize to people. I'm so sorry. I yelled and screamed. Yep. Lost me and her friends back in the old Joanna days. Right. Because it's just who I was. But we also have to say is, if you are the one who's getting yelled at and screamed at, you can react properly to it, too. Yeah. Oh, there's a flip side. Yeah. Absolute flip side. side. If it's happening to you, you, the way you choose to react, like we talked about on the last podcast or two, because I think we split that into two or three episodes, Mm -hmm. is how you react to the situation makes a difference, too. Because that person who yells and screams at you, and if you stay calm... Suddenly, they don't know what to do. I've had people yell and scream at me. And when I stayed calm, I was so speechless. Joanna, that was one of the ways I knew the Lord had been teaching me is because I had somebody start yelling and screaming at me. And I didn't say a word back. I just stood there. I wasn't mad. Did they live? <laughs> yes, they were able to Did walk, they walk away. Yes, they were able to walk away. They just walked away. And I remember thinking, and this is so sad. I didn't think about the situation. I was just like, oh, I didn't get angry and mad and yell back. I was so excited. I'll go after him with the oh, hatchet. Exa- I'm not giving ideas. <laughs> Who carries a hatchet? <laughs> hey, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't have any weapons at the time. I didn't have any weapons. <laughs> I might have had a or crayon. gun. That might- I don't have one of them. No. Okay. Some of us do. Some of us do. I have a 
God, but it's not for that. This is a water pistol. It is not. <laughs> it's for home protection only. Anyway, the point okay. is, the Lord had worked on me to the point where I didn't yell and scream back. I stayed calm. And then our reaction is the other half of the story. When mm-hmm. somebody is not being quiet and gentle, when somebody's not speaking a love or they're speaking when they shouldn't, or they're speaking about something they don't know anything about. So how you react, like I said, I'm mm-hmm. not saying you accept bad behavior or reward bad behavior. Right. I'm just saying it's the way you react to it makes the difference. And if you react in such a manner, um, it's not uncommon, and pay attention to this, it's not uncommon that you will diffuse the situation. Yes, you can diffuse the situation. Yeah. I've, I've mm-hmm. done it a few times, you know, been around a bunch of people. And it shocks both of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, it does. <laughs> you're there, not expecting People that. are getting upset, and they're getting yeah. hot-headed, and, and, and you're the one who goes, hey, hey, why don't we, why don't we step away? Yeah. Why don't we, why don't we stop and breathe or why don't we do this and sometimes just a calm voice yeah will actually diffuse a whole situation and bring everybody back to center mm-hmm. so we can start all over again yeah now you got two two shocked people yeah yeah you <laughs> and the others around you <laughs> right, might know you <laughs> right yeah so that's a good place to end i like that so um so do we have a question for the ladies some food for thought well do we have one I would say that if the Lord tells us in in the book of Peter that the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle, quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God, that if that is something precious to the Lord, we should be working on it. That if he says we are to be slow to speak, we should. If we should learn to keep silent or when to properly speak, we should practice that. When in doubt, be silent. Ooh, there's your challenge. Yep. Um, can we open our mouths in wisdom and kindness? If we can't, we probably go back. Should go back to that whole yeah. silent thing. Takes practice. Takes practice. You're not going to get it right the first time. Exactly. Our speech should be with grace. Or second, <laughs> third, fourth, or third. <laughs> Seasoned with salt. So that we may know how to answer each other. Meaning, we need to know each other. We yeah. really need to know the heart. And if we don't know the person well enough. Man, we need to do a lot of grace and a lot of kindness, and we we need to be very, very gentle if we don't know mm. them. If I don't know somebody, I'm going to start off with a real gentleness. If I yeah. do know them well and I know how they can handle it, like you know me and I know you, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we can look at some, uh, each other flat out in the eyes and go, "Are you, are you serious? Are you really going to behave like that?" Mm-hmm. You know, we can. You know, I've asked you before mm-hmm. while we were at the store that one day, and you looked at me and you're like, "Anna," I'm like, "Well, we didn't have time for his sales speech, sales pitch." <laughs> He needed to go. I thought I was firm. You thought oh, I was rude. I'll never forget that. Yeah. You know. But, but it, we, hey, you ended up with a cute rug. Kudos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying that sometimes we have to look at each other and go, yeah. oh, I don't know about that one. Yeah. So that is what I want to make sure that we remember. And I'm going to ask you if you can close us in prayer. Absolutely. Ladies, first of all, we want you to know that we just... We love you. We love you, girls. You are very cherished. You are you are precious and valuable. You are loved. And we actually do pray over you. Yes. We may not know everybody who's listening. For those we do know, we are praying by name. For mm-hmm. you, those of mm-hmm. you who we don't know, 
We pray for you anyway, because the Lord knows your name. Absolutely. And we just want you to know you are absolutely not alone, no matter what. And I already gave you our um, Won't you give them our email, our email again? moderndayabigails at gmail.com, just like it sounds. You can visit us on our website, mm-hmm. moderndayabigails.com. Um, we have a Facebook. We do have a Facebook. So you can get in touch with us if you just need somebody to listen. Mm-hmm. We're there for you. We'll help you any way, any way we can. Okay. So, oh, dear Heavenly Father, we just love you, Lord. We just thank you for your grace and your mercy, Father, and um, all that you do for us. Lord, we just don't even know what all it is. We are asking, Father, that you give us your wisdom, even if we don't ask for it. I'm praying, Father, that you impress it upon us, that um, you give us an eagerness to want it. And Lord, um, we just thank you for this time that we could um, share our hearts together and pour out our souls to these ladies. And we hope that it helps somebody somewhere. And we just give you all that glory, Lord Jesus. And um, as Anna said, we love you, we cherish you, and we pray over you all the time. And it's um, in your, it's in Jesus' sweet name that we close today. Amen. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.